I'll tell you about the time my legs fell asleep in the bathroom, and that was that was a whole other thing. You know, there's there's few times in your life when you feel as helpless as when the water starts to crest. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Well, later. That's another story. One later. of those days with those psychedelic <laughs> mushrooms, he t had a little too much. Totally. You know, he did spend time as a musician. C CBD oil is a gateway oil. <laughs> <laughs> The Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Necro. Brought to you by Public Safety and Education and the Trigger Pressers Union. And now, your hosts. Welcome to Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory me, and Clint Mackerel, where we talk, where we talk about firearms, self-defense, do occasional product reviews, and also dabble into a little bit of politics and political activism. And today we have a very special guest, Charlie Cook from Riding Shotgun with Charlie. This episode of Meet the Pressers is made possible with the generous support of Mantis X. Mantis X helps shooters suck less. Caltech, Next Level Training, ASP, Saber Red, and the Law of Self-Defense. Car Firearms Group, the Safer Faster Defense Responder, 2.0, Shooter Technology Group, and Henry Rifles. Thank you. How you doing, brother? Good to have you on the show. Thank you for having me on. I am living the dream. That's awesome. We, we, we were on your show not too long ago, and uh, we thought we'd reciprocate and have you on our very special Valentine's Day episode. I'm honored to be here for Valentine's Day. I love you too. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you start this show? How did how did you come up with the concept? What how did it come about? Well, it's it's pretty simple. I stole the idea from Carpool Karaoke and from comedians and cars getting coffee. I and I my deal is that I spent a bunch of years uh, being as a musician uh, and a, a band teacher, and all I wanted to be was uh, a rock star. And I figured out that fat kids that play the trombone do not get to be rock stars. <laughs> so I know all of a sudden it sounds like a Charlie Brown episode, right? Yeah. So, so after uh, after I became a gun instructor, I, I decided uh, I was in this thing called Toastmasters, and I had to do this manual yep. that was called Communicating on Video. And I had to host a show and be a host on a show and do an editorial and do like a little instructional video. And that's kind of how I got started making videos. After a while, I realized that my son would would open up a little bit more to me and talk with me a little bit more when we were in the car and driving, and he wouldn't have to look at me. Hmm. So I I said, well, there's there could be something onto that. Then I started watching Carpool Karaoke, and I'm like, man, this 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 fat English guy gets to hang out and with rock stars like how can i hang out with rock stars like i'm a chubby guy and i speak english i should be able to do this too <laughs> so i said I, I told my friends i'm like i'm gonna start a show and i'm gonna call it riding shotgun i'm gonna drive and i'm gonna have a passenger and we're gonna talk 
and writing shotgun was taken for something. So I'm like, I'm calling it writing shotgun with Charlie. That's it. That's official. And that's kind of how I got it up and going. I, I interviewed some of my local friends, some of the musicians I played with, some of my gun instructors. I interviewed my mentor. And then I realized that I have all of my equipment in a, a little toolbox. So I can, I can take that anywhere. I can take the show on the road. I contacted Lee Michaels, who is, um, he's on, in radio out in Minneapolis. He's, uh, I was friends with his wife, uh, you know, in a previous life, a long time ago. We used to hang out in our early 20s. And I said, um, I knew that he was robbed at gunpoint. And his story was in Mark Walter's book, Lessons from Unarmed America. And he wrote, mm-hmm. uh, Mark wrote that with Rob Pincus. So I said, hey, I, I could probably interview Lee. So I called him up and I said, hey, I want to come out. I want to interview you. And, and he says, sounds cool. If you come out this weekend, you can probably interview Mark Walters. I'm like, holy crap, that's big time. How do I do that? So we, we picked a weekend of the Minneapolis or Minnesota State Fair. I went out that weekend, uh, interviewed Mark. He had me on Armed American Radio. He called me the next day and he says, hey, this is really cool. Uh, I want to help you do something with this. And I'm like, uh, I don't know what, but okay, <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. And then, then he called me two days later and he said, do you want to speak at the gun rights policy conference in Tampa? And I'm like, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> and uh, then I got to, I got to speak at the GRPC and I got to meet all the cool people. And, and I've been doing that for the last four years and it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. It's been very, uh, it's it's been awesome. I've interviewed people around the country, and and I'm trying to interview people in every uh, every state. That's great, man. That, that really the cool. one thing about this industry, the the gun industry, the training industry, I found that most people are very helpful, mm-hmm. very helpful. Uh, abs- absolutely. Yeah, and and you know I I have quite a background in the music industry and the film industry, and and there's some wonderful people in that industry too. But I would generally say the ratio of helpful people is a little higher in the gun industry. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, uh, it, it absolutely is. I think there's only been a couple people that have said that uh, either they don't want to do the show or they don't want to do it right now, which is cool. Uh, I have had some people, like I, I interviewed Tatiana Whitlock up in Maine, mm-hmm. and I sent her a message. And, you know, we were friends on Facebook with a boatload of mutual friends. And, and um, I I said, Hey, you know, this is what I do. And I'd like to have you on my show. And then she messages Robin Sandoval and she's like, who is this guy? And what is this all about? <laughs> and Robin's like, ah, it's fine. It'll be fun. You'll have a great time. <laughs> so so it's, you want me to get into a car with a strange guy? It's, you know, what? recorded. <laughs> yeah. right, right. The, um, uh, I was dating this girl when I had the concept back in, in 2016, the first person I called was the Reverend Ken Blanchard. I emailed him and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. Um, I want to come down to D.C. and interview you. And my girlfriend, uh, and Ken got back to me within two hours. And he said, sounds great. Sounds awesome. Let's do it. So I, I called her up. I'm like, Ken said, yes, this is going to be cool. This is going to be awesome. So she's like, let me see if I get this straight. You're going to go down to Washington, D.C. to get in the car with some black guy who owns guns that you've never met. <laughs> Yes. And he's going to get in the car with a guy he knows has guns, but is also a complete stranger. And you're going to ride around together. I said, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Peanuts movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's the stranger danger, you know. Uh, every, don't get in the car. Don't talk to strangers. What do you do? I get people in the car and I talk with them. Yeah. Our, our four-year-old, we walk into, uh, this is our 
daughter was up business. We went to the mall, hardly ever go. And our four-year-old has SPD. So she's, uh, you know, anxiety and such. So pull into the, uh, or get into the elevator and it piles in and everybody's crushed. She goes, get me out of here. I don't like people. <laughs> and this guy turns around and looks at her and goes, I don't either. You're in good company. <laughs> and then, and then it the, comes to the next floor. People get off and there's only a few. And she goes, she literally goes, Whew. she's four now. She was like two and a half when that happened. <laughs> Oh my god! Hysterical. That's awesome. That was yeah. close. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I have my studio here. It's actually at my house. I got fifteen hundred square feet of studio in my basement of my home on the on the uh, under sub sub uh, sub ground floor, and I teach classes here. So uh, the classroom portion of a lot of my classes I'll do here, and I set up tables in the tracking room where I normally would set up drums and things like that. Mm -hmm. So you have to go down a set of stairs from a side entrance. And I was doing a, a refuse to be a victim class and I had the door open. I had, you know, I've, it's well lit, everything. It's very professional looking. And, and the, this woman comes and I'm setting up and from where my chalkboard is, I can see up the stairs and I see her there and I said, Hey, how you doing? Come on in. <laughs> and she gave me this look and I what? said, I said, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> you know, and I'm not thinking like that makes it okay. Here's this woman showing up at some guy's house and she's coming down these stairs. Coming down the stairs at the right. back of the house, right. Yeah, she just stood like there. chopping me or something. <laughs> she ah, stood there for, for about three minutes and uh, a, a couple of the other women that were taking the class were folks that I had trained before and they knew me and they're like, no, no, it's okay, come on down. <laughs> and, and we talked about that, but she trusted her instincts. Something about the situation creeped her out and she trusted sure. it. It's going down the stairs. So Absolutely. we made it a, a teachable moment, but I kind of there feel bad that there was something going on that creeped her out. But yeah, I've had yeah. um, I, a friend of mine lets me use his, uh, he's got a little conference room and the, there's a door to the outside. And there's, there's a, you know, window on the door and I've had people come over when I'm teaching a class, I've got a, you know, 19, they'll like look inside and I, I come to the door with a 1911. I'm like, can I, can I help you? <laughs> yeah. And, and I like it too, when people come in and they just kind of look around, they're like, um, are we in the right space? I'm like, yeah, this is the knitting class, right? Hi, this is John Green from Gun Owners Action League of Massachusetts. And you're watching Meet the Pressers with Clint Macro and Matt Mallory. Great job, guys. Meet the Pressers. Every guest is important. I, we know this from our show, but yeah, was there any guest that you just couldn't believe you actually got to come on the show? Uh, of course. The, the biggest one for me, uh, getting Rob Pincus was, was a big deal because I, um, when I had first had the idea, I'm like, this is who I'm going to get and this is going to be the coolest thing ever. And it was great. Like it was, it was great. I put up a feeler on the, um, on a, a gun rights policy conference Facebook page. And I said, Hey, I'm looking for people to interview. And he says, do you have room in the truck for me? I'm like, Oh my God, absolutely. The coolest one, I think, um, definitely bucket list was Masada you. Mm, that's cool. And it was one of those things. Um, uh, Kevin Stona from Florida carry. He's like, Hey, um, we're going to have you come down and, and speak at this event. And I, we're going to get Masada you. I'm like, that's so cool. He's like, do you want to see if he'll ride shotgun? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> God, don't have to ask me twice. Right. And so what I did was this on, on, um, I was, a, I remember it was a Friday. I said by Friday at one o'clock, I'm going to give Masadi a call. Cause I, 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 I met him at JRPC a couple of years ago. I told him about all this and I said, I'd love to have him on the show. So he gave me his number. And of course I didn't do anything with it. 
So this was one particular day. It's a, it's a month or so before this uh, Florida carry event. I said, all right, this is it. One o'clock, I'm calling Masadiu. One o'clock came and went, and then I get a text message from Kevin Sona. I'm like, oh my God, he knows. He knows I'm <laughs> supposed to call him. Like, I don't know how he knows, and he's just calling to see if I called him yet. And I'm like, hey, what's going on, Kevin? And he's like, nothing, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, have you called Masad yet? I'm like, I, I was going to call him by one o'clock, but it's like three minutes after. <laughs> and um, after I got off the phone with Kevin, I'm like, all right, I can do this. I called, I called Mass up and he's like, oh, I'm like, this is uh, Charlie Cook. We know we've met and we're speaking out of this event. And, and I said, I have some show where I interview people in the car. I would love to have you in the show. He says, uh, okay, uh, sounds good. I'm like, I don't know what your plans are. He's like, well, we'll be there for the day. I'm like, okay, um, we'll talk then. Thanks. Click. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. When I was riding, uh, driving with him, I was trying to do like a big square because I have no idea where I'm at. We're in like Ocala, Florida. I have no idea. I don't yep. even know where it is. So I'm just trying to drive in this big square and try to remember the roads to turn onto. As I'm with Masad, I missed the road that we turned onto. I got down to this little airport and we're, you know, we're talking and I'm like, oh crap, that airport was on my right. When I drove here, I've gone too far. I missed the road. So I turn around, I drive for probably a mile and a half. I'm like, I haven't come to the road. I must've missed it again. I turn around again and I'm like, nope, I didn't miss it. I make a third U-turn, right? This is all while you're still talking all and while conversing. We're talking. It's all in the show. Absolutely. <laughs> That's crazy. So we're, we're two minutes from getting to the campground. And I say, hey, you know, let's wrap it up. How can people find your stuff and, and whatever, plug whatever you need to plug. And he said, uh, well, this is the first time in history that an Arab has been kidnapped. <laughs> I'm like, that is gold. Hey, gang, this is Masada Yub from Masada Yub Group. You're on Meet the Pressers with Clinton Matt. Meet the Pressers. So you uh, said uh, your mentor... Who's your yes. mentor up in, uh, I'm assuming he's in, he or she is in Massachusetts. Uh, yes, he is, my mentor is, uh, his name is Dennis McCurdy. He is, uh, uh, he's, he's a self-made millionaire. Uh, he likes to say that he would graduate at eighth in his class from the bottom. Uh, he, <laughs> he lives in a small town up here. He was one of these guys that when he was young, he knew he w couldn't outsmart anybody, but he could outwork them. Mm -hmm. So he says, well, I'm just going to keep on working and keep on working and keep on working. And he's, uh, he's in his mid sixties. Now he, he sells insurance. He does real estate planning. Um, he does all that, all that sort of stuff. But he was one of these people. When I started to think about teaching classes on my own, one of my friends says, Hey, you should go talk to this guy, Dennis. And I'm like, I can't call up a complete stranger and ask him for coffee. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. <laughs> And so what she did is she dragged me to a Toastmaster meeting, knowing that Dennis was a Toastmaster. Mm. And she says, let's go to the Toastmaster meeting. So we went, uh, she signed up, filled out an application. Uh, we went the second week, I signed an application, and then she never came back. And I just kept going to the meetings. <laughs> so I would say, and Dennis is a great guy. He's, he's never refuses having coffee with anyone or hanging out or, 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 or anything like this. You can call him for advice. And he's just a, he's just a great guy. He's uh very, very successful, very wealthy. He's written a couple of motivational books, which are, are very cool. He has done uh, the firewalking. I don't know if you guys have ever done that before. No. no. I've heard of it. No? All right. It's like the Tony – it's the, the gentleman that taught Tony Robbins how to do this is the guy that taught Dennis how to do this. So he, okay. he went out to California for a weekend. Uh, they teach you how to start a fire and how hot the, the coals need to be. And then you get over your fears and you walk on 
on uh, hot coals for about 10 feet or 12 feet or something. So every time he does that, I've done that with him. Uh, I understand if you just keep moving, it's fine. It's yes. If you just keep moving, it's fine. It's, uh, it's, it's exactly uh, what it is. Honestly, I think I'd rather be tased. Oh. <laughs> That's a little quicker, I think, isn't it? But if, when you fall, you know, that could hurt. Um, so yeah, so Dennis is my mentor. I call him up and, uh, get advice from him and he's, uh, he's been, he's been really good. Very, very nice. Not a gun. Uh, not that he's not a gun guy. He was in Vietnam, but he's, um, he's apolitical, which is cool. He's, he's all about running business. He's a, he's, he worked, this guy works like a dog. Like he's, he's a successful man. He's got his own business, owns a few buildings. It's, I, I'm discovering that life really is like monopoly. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's buy businesses, save money, buy businesses, buy two businesses, put them together and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And build a, build a hotel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> build a couple of hotels and someday you'll be president, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's, nobody, I wish my mother would have taught this to me when we played when we were a kid. We were so confused about how to buy houses when we were, you know, young, young kids trying to play this. So, yeah, it was, it was a little ridiculous. But uh, he's great. He's um yeah, Dennis is really good. He's got a, a book called Find a Way, and I put his um, uh, at the end of my show in the credits. I always put a little plug for him and a little picture of him walking on fire and stuff. Cool, That's really cool. Yeah, That's very cool. So now you had mentioned as far as uh, instruction, what uh, do you currently teach? Uh, was it something uh, just a personal goal of yourself that you had? Uh, what it was was this: when I uh, I wasn't I didn't grow up as a gun guy. It was something I got into. Uh, I've been a, a band teacher for a long time. On September 11th, the um, my room ended up being used for, for picture day that day. So I got stuck in the teacher's room and I watched everything unfold on TV all day long. The uh, week or so after that, we had a meeting with the principal and the principal came out and said that if anyone was in the building that wasn't supposed to be there, that he would say the eagle has landed. And that means that every everyone's supposed to lock their doors and hide under their desks. Now, I was in a, a, a little building that was not in with the rest of the uh, like it was a separate building, like a little annex building. I didn't have desks. And I'm like, well, this is ridiculous. But I sat in the, the teacher's room and my, my son was nine months old. And I said, you know, um, if, if the teachers on the first floor all had guns, they could shoot the bad guy. And the teachers on the second floor can keep on teaching. And we need half the grief counseling and all that other sort of stuff. Right. Because yeah. I, I realized I'm like, my ultimate goal isn't, uh, isn't necessarily to be a teacher. My goal is to raise my kids. Mm-hmm. And in order for me to raise my kids, I have to get home. So yeah. I said, I, I, I think it's time for me to get a gun. I got a nine month old son. Uh, the teachers all looked at me and they're like, yeah, that's a little crazy. I got I don't really think so. <laughs> so we had February vacation. My, um, I call her my first ex-wife and I, uh, we pursued getting our gun license, uh, gun licenses and, I never fired a gun before and we got a gun license. And then later that year, I went to the Gun Owners Action League, which is the state's pro-gun organization. And I did a NRA basic pistol class with them. And I became buddies with the gentleman that was the instructor. His name is John Green. I know John Green pretty I, well. Pretty yeah, well. I yeah. love Dr. Green. He's awesome. So uh, John, John said, hey, if you want to go shooting sometime, just let me know. We'll go shooting. I'm like, uh, okay. Then... John started to ask me, he's like, Hey, you know, you, you come to these events and, and, um, I started running bowling pin shoots. So I became a, an RSO mm-hmm. and, uh, John's like, you know, you should become an instructor. I, I was, excuse me. I was going to the firearm safety education days that the gun owners action league was doing. And after a while, John was like, you, you should just become an instructor. I'm like, well, what do I have to do? So he's, uh, I became, um, 
an NRA instructor for home firearm safety and basic pistol. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I got certified through the Massachusetts state police so I could issue the certificate that people need. Cool. Then after uh, a couple years of this, I started teaching at a shooting school that's out here. And the, the biggest light that went on for me is I would teach 20 people at this place. They paid a hundred dollars for a four hour class. Um, and I bring in two grand for the boss. And I'm like, God, I brought in two grand for the boss. I'm the one that's got to stand up here. I'm the one that's got to put a, you know, I got to be on for four hours. I got to answer all the questions and go through all the legal crap and the fundamentals of shooting and all this stuff. Why don't I start doing this for myself so I can make two grand for me on a Saturday morning, you know? And that's when I started to to get more classes. I I can do the basic pistol, um, basic rifle, basic shotgun, refuse to be a victim, the personal protection inside the home. And I got certified to do the uh, saber pepper spray class as well. Very cool. So I said, I'm going to start doing these on my own. And and at the same time is when I ended up meeting Dennis and Dennis is like, Hey, you can use my space and and you can teach classes here. So, uh, so it's been great. And that, um, after a couple of years of doing that, it um, you know every year it started to grow, which was which was really cool. And then um, eventually I started making the gun gram videos where I play the trumpet and shoot a gun at the same time. And then a year or so after that, I started doing the writing shotgun stuff. Cool. Yeah, you, now your YouTube channel's been five years. About five years has been around. The the, um, the writing shotgun page has been around for for a little maybe about two and a half years. That's when okay. I started posting videos. The the gun gram page I've had since. Um, Man, the first time I did a gun gram was in 2014. Uh, it was my my girlfriend's son's birthday, and I hate I don't know if you how you feel about this, Clint, but I hate it when kids sing happy birthday and they put the cha 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 at the end oh, of every yeah. line. Yes, I hate that on so many levels. I hate it as a parent. I hate it as a musician. So I figured what I would do is I would go out and I would play happy birthday on the trumpet and shoot an AR-15 at the same time. <laughs> so that's your cha-cha-cha, right? That's, yes, that was the cha-cha-cha. You got it. <laughs> and then after I did that, it, it became, can you do a video for me? Can you do a TV show and a, a movie theme? And then it just kind of took off after that. Um, and I started trying to crank those out and as much as I could. And I've got probably, I think, like 230 of those on a, on a different YouTube wow. channel because I try not to. Um, yeah, like it's uh it's two i don't want to say it's two different worlds but it's it's two different worlds like um yeah it's i try not to cross the streams but it's easy to get them crossed and you know get them all tangled into one thing yeah definitely i mean with clint with yours with the sound right you've got your own channel for that yeah 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 most of the stuff that's on there is is yeah client related or just my own personal Personal like projects that you know sometimes you just got to make something Mm. Or, or I'll talk to a, you know, while I'm producing a record for someone, I'll hear something in my head and it won't work for them. So then I'll just go record it myself. And that kind <laughs> that's, of stuff. That's cool. And some fun stuff. We did, we did swing versions of War Pigs and, and all kinds of metal songs and stuff. There's, there's some fun stuff on it. That's very cool. I got to check it out. <laughs> Going forward, uh, any, any plans of revolutionary things guests that you've uh you can uh, let the cat out of the bag here on our show yes so here's what i've got i have um i came back to massachusetts i was talking with some of my buddies and i was telling them about the blogger of the year and they're like dude you have to parlay this into something really cool mm-hmm. and i'm like what <laughs> so after a couple of whiskeys on ice we came up with this idea and I'm, I'm in the process of, of uh, getting the backing and, and sponsors and ads and all this stuff. And I see people that have ads. I'm like, how do they get those people? How do they get sponsors? But what I want to do is I've, um, I've met Argo J 
uh, he came up to me in, in Phoenix and he's like, when are you coming to, to Milwaukee? And Chris Chang came up to me. He's like, when are you coming to San Francisco? Yep. So um, Alan Gottlieb came up and he's like, uh, I'd like to come riding shotgun sometime. So I'm collecting all these names of people that want to come riding shotgun. And what I'm trying to get together is I'm calling it the riding shotgun with 20 hashtag stagecoach across America nice. 2020 summer tour. That's, That's awesome. Cool. And I have a map on my wall. I've got pins all over it of places that I want to go to and people I want to see. And um, it's just kind of trying to keep track of all of that and get, uh, get some financial backing, get some sponsors. I want to get a car. I want to put a, wrap, a vinyl wrap on it with the sponsors on it. I want to visit some ranges and have them um, do a little show featuring them. And then as well as drive around the country and, and connect with some of the old people that I've had on the show and, and certainly get some, some more new people as well. That's awesome. Well, if, if there's anything that yeah. PS and Ed trigger pressers or meet the pressers can do to help you in that, by all means, reach out. I will absolutely take advantage of that. One of the things that I want to do is um, certainly plug it for uh, talk about it during the, the you know late winter and spring up, coming up to the summer, but then have people that I can check in with and say, hey, I'm going to uh, I'm going to be here. And if you know you want to come over and hang out or visit or whatever, do a talk or do something. I don't, I'm not sure quite what it is yet, but um, this is where I'm going to be. Maybe I'm going to be taking a, um, a class at, uh, at Gunsight, or maybe I'll do a, um, uh, what do you call it? The Appleseed Project class someplace, oh, yeah. you know, like doing all kinds of cool stuff like that. Like take two months, pretend I'm Rob Pincus for two months, not have a home. Um, and, <laughs> <More> job. Uh, <laughs> right. But What's Rob your, has a job. I'm just saying it would be like you don't have a job. Right. It's, and I'm trying to tell my kids, I'm like, so, I'm just going to travel around the country and meet people and talk and, and, you know, video shows. And I, I, a little, again, a little selfishly, I want to get video of me playing America, the beautiful in a bunch of different places. So I just need someone to man a GoPro and zoom out and, mm -hmm. and all sorts of really cool stuff. So, that's um, that's, that is uh, where a lot of my time and energy and focus and nerves and scared part goes to. We're here at the LASR software booth, shooter technology booth, one of our sponsors, LASR laser activated shot recorder. Well, I've been using the standalone software for quite a while, but they have a subscription with the LASRX as well as a lifetime version of the product. Let's talk to John, one of the inventors, and he's gonna tell you a little bit more about the product. You can use any phone, tablet, or computer, and it's gonna use the camera to watch whatever you want as target. So those are just pieces of paper. You can use whatever you want. Use 3D dummies, printouts, targets from the live range, it doesn't matter. And you can set it up however you want. But the basic idea is... Go! Using any kind of laser training device, such as a CERT pistol, which you're probably already familiar with. But in case you're not, it's basically just a training pistol that shoots a laser. There's more to it than that, but it'll get you far enough. Or a laser bullet in your own gun. On each shot, it's going to show you exactly where you hit, how fast you were with the integrated shot timer, and it's going to give you your diagnostic information. So that shot right there isn't too bad. I'm going to kind of mess one up on purpose here and show you what a little bit more movement, a little bit more off-center looks like. That's the basics of it. There's tons of other features, such as miss feedback. If I didn't miss. happen to miss, it would tell me that. Uh, if you wanted to network multiple devices together to set up multi-directional or shoot house situations, you can do that. If you want it to tell you which target to shoot, it can do that or tell you when to reload. Um, and if you aren't good at coming up with your own practice, there's an area of the app called challenges. 
and that has a bunch of pre-built drills where it tells you what to do and it gives you specific goals to shoot for. Pun intended. Shooter ready. Stand by. Circle. After the first version came out, I was contracted to be the voice, which is one of the things that I put on my resume. I'm the voice of LASR Software. Very proud to be associated with such a cool product. Now, back to Meet the Pressers. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, how can people find you, get a hold of you, track you down, ride with right. you? All right, so my website is writingshotgunwithcharlie.com. They can check out the YouTube channel if they search for Writing Shotgun with Charlie. I'm also on GunStreamer, and they can listen to the Writing Shotgun with Charlie podcast form on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on iHeartRadio. And if they want to donate and give me, uh, donate a little bit of money to the Writing Shotgun with Charlie summer tour, I will do a shout out to them as well. If you look for GoFundMe and look for Writing Shotgun, oh my God, it's the long thing. But if you look for Writing Shotgun with 2020, Stagecoach Across america i'm sure it will come up when you search it on gofundme and um this has been great i got a youtube channel a website uh the podcast i think that's that's all i got this is awesome thank you very much guys oh, yeah all the best to you thank you for being on the show and thanks for having us on your show and and uh i look forward to reciprocating with you as we move forward and, and grow each other's shows i can't wait man i really appreciate it guys keep right. driving safe hey y'all this is rich with templar shooting sports in telehoma tennessee this is Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro. Meet the Pressers. There's a lot of sponsors that make this show possible, like Mantis. Make sure you check them out and give them your business. This episode of Meet the Pressers is made possible with the generous support of Mantis X. Mantis X helps shooters suck less. Caltech, Next Level Training, ASP, Saber Red, and the Law of Self-Defense. Car Firearms Group, the Safer Faster Defense Responder, 2.0. Shooter Technology Group, and Henry Rifles. Thank you. Thanks for watching the show. Make sure you like, comment, follow, share, click the little bell. Check us out on Patreon, give us your support there. Heck, come to one of our classes or Host us for a class at your location. And until next time, this is Meet the Pressers. It works. Thank you for watching Meet the Pressers.